Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Portland School District Podcast. This is going to be our episode number 21, and uh, I'm your host, Dave Kuzminski, and with us in the studio on our Town Tech Educational Podcast studio is our superintendent of schools, Dr. Charles Britton. Good morning, Charles. How Dave, are you? Dave, thanks for having me again. Nice no worries. Here. No uh, worries. Uh, episode, what are we, 20, 21? 20? We are 21. Yeah, that's pretty good. We, wow. we are 21, and uh, which is good. Uh, so tell us what's, uh, what's happening. In the school district, I know today is it's it's kind of quiet in the hallways. Today we have a professional development day. Uh, today, so. exciting day! Yeah, we do. We have our, uh, our our full day of professional development. Our principals and uh, team leaders and and uh, director of curriculum Eric Martin uh, is out there helping us develop learning targets and and moving us towards um, a mastery based uh, program of assessment. Okay. We, sh- we should have have uh, Mr. Martin join us. Maybe for our next podcast, and, sure, and talk a little bit about some of the the real exciting things in the world of teaching and learning that are that are happening. Sure, absolutely. Uh, that'd be, be fun. Uh, I think the our listeners should enjoy that. I, I do too. And and anyone listening to this, get get your tickets. Tickets. Right. We yes. have tickets. Tickets. Tickets for the it's the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I one of the most heartbreaking things that happened in. Boys, at March of 2019, no, 2020. 20, yes. 2020 yes. was The Little Mermaid was canceled. Little, literally ready to go. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Literally, read, the, the opening weekend was less than two weeks away when the world stopped. Yep, March 20th. Yep. It was just like bada bing. Yep. And closed. <laughs> yep, and and obviously last year we didn't didn't do it. Yep. Uh, because of all the COVID precautions and singing and, and masks and all the things in that, which, again heart heartbreaking. But we are back. Yes, yes. The show must go on. So Friday, what? Saturday matinee, March eighteenth, next weekend. Yep. Yep. I got my tickets for the opening night. Yes. Please come on out. Tickets are available online. Uh, you can choose your seats, just like going to the Xfinity Center, right? It's, there, uh, there you go. Exactly. So very exciting. Well, a good, the good thing that uh, you know being postponed and so forth the, the crew didn't uh the tech crew didn't have to go uh hustling getting the uh the stage set built they were already built <laughs> and uh, for the the two-year performance so they just kind of rolled those out of the uh, right. the scenery shop and uh can concentrate on the performance and it's going to sound amazing we upgraded the uh sound system in there yes uh, we uh all new wirelesses i installed in there yes going to be a professional quality if you love disney this is it let's there you go. go let's go there you go well you know disney just uh i guess they just celebrated the uh 30 year anniversary in hong kong or no paris That's right. in paris so they just had their 30th anniversary uh big celebration in paris uh for disney so anyway and and also you know people are looking for an, an exciting thing uh next monday the Boys basketball team here yep. um, is in the now quarterfinals of the state champion. Yeah, so, I mean, what a great year we're having! I gotta tell you, you know, despite all of the the ongoing complications on and some of the challenges, our kids are doing outstanding. Our students, our athletes, it's. I'm feeling really good. Well, that's good. It's well, you know, nice. we we had a lot of headwinds this year <laughs> to did, overcome. But you know what? Uh, we are uh, have been resilient and and are enjoying some some pretty remarkable success in the classroom and stages and good. 
athletic courts. Yeah, normal, normal. Yeah, which is which is good. So, normal. yeah, no, we had uh, uh, Russ Melmet on uh, Ryan's podcast uh, Wednesday, and um, you know it was it was nice that he came on and. Uh, you know, all of his portion wasn't consumed by COVID. So he got to talk about a lot of other things that the uh, the health district is doing. And uh, so, which was good, you know. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, you know, uh, the uh, uh, percentage rate, the infection rate is down. It's below 2% now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, hospital is down. Everything is down. So, which is good. So. Yeah. And, and you know, since we returned from February break, mm-hmm. uh, we have had zero COVID cases in our schools. Zero. Excellent. Zero. So that's the number I like. <laughs> that's zero is good. We can stay there and, and you know. So let's let's just touch base on that a little bit. You know, just go over the, uh, you know, what the mask protocol is going forward and uh, go from there. Yeah. So um, there there is no more uh, federal, state, or local um, re- requirement, regulation, legislation, expectation that people wear masks. It mm-hmm. is it is a, a, a recommendation, not a requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at this point, you know, having visited, of course, many classrooms and seeing our schools, I, I would say a majority of our, our students and teachers are are not wearing masks. But what's interesting is, is what I see is people being really smart. Yeah. I would say everybody has a mask with them. Sure. Right. And is, you know, taking a moment to evaluate their environment, yeah. right? You know, if, if it's a, a crowded bus or a, a crowded hallway, mm-hmm. I see a lot of them go on, yeah. right? But, you know, when we're in classrooms and we're able to spread out or, you know, you know, times when we're not as congested, I think people are feeling comfortable taking them off, mm-hmm. right? And, and I, I see that as, I see that as the, the way it's going to be. And that's what I do. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, yeah. I have literally right here in my pocket, I've got yep. the mask, right? Yep. And, you know, here I am, you know, what are we, 10 feet apart, yep. you know, and, yep. and, you know, I'm feeling good. You look healthy to me, yeah, you know, yeah. coughing and sneezing yep. and, you know, it's, I'm comfortable with it, with it off. But, sure. you know, if, if I, if we were right on top of each other and you looked a little peaked, I'd put it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's probably something we should have been doing for a long time. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, no. that's, you know, that's just smart, you know, taking care of yourself. Man, just exactly. like we wash our hands. I think we've learned that. Masks are a, uh, an additional layer of mitigation that that we can use, right? Yep. And and now that that we've taken away all of the um, mandate components of it, mm-hmm. that, that you know irritated a lot of people, understandably or yep. not, yep. right? That that now we can we can see it for what it is, which yes. is it, which is a part of personal responsibility, yep. part of how we feel comfortable and keep ourselves healthy yep. as we you know continue to 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 manage not only covid but flu or you know norovirus or any yes bugs and germs that may yep. be out there and yep. uh hopefully that's the way it stays yeah you know and yeah but of course you know um we are going to be be watching all matters of of potential illness or threats to people's health sure. and and you know, making stronger recommendations to people if if numbers go up, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, what, and not just COVID. You know, if it's if it's flu, well, it, yeah. And even even so, this year, I mean, uh, uh, flu hasn't really dominated the uh, uh, the airwaves as much as in past years. That's right, because people had masks. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's yes. That, yeah. I think that we have to recognize that that the value of masks, I think, is has proven itself. Sure. In that you're not seeing a lot of flu. No. You know, 
I've kind of enjoyed not getting my, my annual cold. Yeah. yeah. For the past two years, <laughs> exactly. right? That, that you know, they, they, they work. I, I think that we always, that understandable people got caught up with is the, the mandate part of it. Sure. Right? But, but, you know, because of that, we, we now sort of have a better sense of just like we wash our hands and I'm seeing Germex and hand sanitizer here. Yeah. You know, there was never hand sanitizer no, on desks no. in the eighties when I was in high school. No, no, right? no. It, it, but it, it's another tool. Yep. It, it's another tool that I think has proven itself that that we we should be aware of and can use as needed. Sure. Personal protection. Yep. PPP. That's it. <laughs> it's so forth. So all right. Excellent. So um so tell us what's happening. Uh, I, I know uh, the, uh, the 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 basketball team's going to be in the quarterfinals? They are. So we're wrapping up winter sports season. Yep. Um, all the, the teams had great success, you know, heading into all of those, um, you know, springtime rites, rituals, rites of passage, exciting times. Spring sports is going to be starting up, end of year picnics and, and field trips and band trips and... Mm-hmm. Of course, proms and graduations and, yeah. and celebrations. I'm I am so excited for a truly feels like normal spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is probably one of the most memorable. I think all of us have a memory, particularly in our senior year, of that that spring of our senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. You know, that time to celebrate and be with families, and you know the, those last experiences with our teams and classmates and teachers and. You know, I'm just, it's just wonderful that, that we're here and the weather's turning and, you know, pretty soon we're going to see the tulips coming up out of the ground. Well, some that, of them are already. My yeah, God, you're seeing right. robins around and yeah, it's, you know, it's, one day it's, it's, it's 50, 60 degrees. The next yeah. day it's down in the twenties. My God, it's confusing the environment a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's just good. It's so, good. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're in a really, really good place. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the other thing, uh, as far as that goes is I know, uh, and Ryan's podcast this week, uh, we're, we are definitely in budget season, budget season <laughs> and yeah. I know you guys have been working, uh, collaborating together and, and getting the budget out. Uh, uh, next week we've got some budget workshops coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday and so forth. So I don't know if you want to touch upon that just a little bit. I know you've got a lot of things happening with the, uh, facilities committee and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So I, you know, in, in terms of the budget both this year and and in looking at next year, you know, I, you know, we've we've now got our budget to a, a two point seven five percent increase, which yeah. is pretty consistent with the increases um, from years past. I mm-hmm. think it's a very fair, reasonable budget. It helps us maintain our programs, maintain uh, reasonable class sizes. You know, we're going to add a, a couple of courses, and and and, and can, it's going to give us what we need to to move forward. Now, of course, the the X factor in the budget, which definitely has my attention and I know has the attention of the the budget manager is is the the effects of inflation and gas prices sure. and you know how this this maniac in Russia yeah. is is doing what he's doing and, and how that's you know created a level of uncertainty yes. that that uh, is affecting all of us yeah. right in in both emotionally and practically yes. right I, I, he it needs to stop and you know, I have no control over that maniac but what what he's doing is is, is unconscionable on so many levels, yes. not the least of which is that I don't know how much you know higher gas and oil and and it and you know that affects everything. Sure, that does. affects the supply chain for everything. Yep. So we did add a, a you know additional fifteen thousand dollars in next year's budget for gas and oil and natural gas prices. Um, 
but I'm worried about that. Sure. You know, and and certainly we'll be communicating um, with our our board of ed and our town officials as we we investigate and work to mitigate um, the the financial effects of that. Yeah. And then of course I you know the the the, the more significant issues that that a potential spread of uh, hostilities, uh, yes. you know, portends for us is, is terrifying on many levels. Yes, right? yes. Just awful that we've finally come out of a pandemic and are now dealing with this. Yeah, um, I know. Reality. Um, so just, it, it's it's a fair budget. It's a, it's a reasonable increase. Mm-hmm. It doesn't account for the uncertainties of, uh, that we're heading into. Uh, but I would just say if anybody has any questions about what's in the budget, it's online. Sure. You can take a look at it. Join us next Tuesday for the town meeting. That's going to be here in the media center. Here in the media center at 7. Tune into the budget workshops or, hey, pick up the phone, give me a call, send me an email. If you have any questions about how we're, 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 we're spending the money, I would love to share um, how we're stewarding uh, taxpayer dollars. Yes. I think we're doing good work and fair work um, yeah. to make sure our students have an outstanding program of athletics, academics, and extracurriculars, and arts, um, and and we're doing it in a way that that is reasonable for mm-hmm. um, the taxpayers. Uh, yeah, and 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 of course, you, you know, I hope people vote. You know, sure. Ultimately, you know, the 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 referendum is very important. You yes, know, it gives the op- the uh, the ultimate opportunity for people to weigh in on on. Um, expenses yeah and, and in portland is you know in past years has been very fortunate you know uh unlike a lot of other towns we we've been able to pass the budget the first time around so right. i think that is uh credence to the the due diligence that you know both the town and and the board of ed do and as far as being sure. stewards sure. Uh, of the taxpayer dollar so i mean uh 100 percent you know 100 percent right and and you know it, it is i have worked in towns before you know Particularly, I worked in a town in eastern Connecticut where, you know, sometimes the budget referendum would fail four or five times in a row. Right, right. And, and we wouldn't have a passed budget until late into the summer. And, right. And that was always incredibly complicated in terms of your ability to hire and, you know, purchase the things you need to open school. Sure. Portland, thank goodness, doesn't have a history of that. Yeah. But I, I do think that that's a function of uh, establishing very reasonable budgets. Yep. Yeah. And communicating those and being available to anyone who has any questions. Sure. And, and that's something that I'm committed to. Sure. Right? Well, we be completely transparent. And the nice thing about Portland is how I feel like everybody has my cell phone or email address. Well, there you go. You're... Call me anytime, email me anytime, and expect a personal response. The doors are always open. The doors always open. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, and in relation to the, I know uh, you've been putting a great effort into the uh, uh, facilities committee that's been doing uh, yeoman's work and, you know, right. just kind of uh, seeing where we are, where we need to be, you know, uh, Two years, five years, ten years down the road. So how, how has that been progressing? I'm glad you asked. And, and I think here's where we are, right? We know that in all of our buildings, but particularly Valley View, Gildersleeve, and Brownstone, um, need some significant work. Yep. Right? I mean, the high school, middle school is a newer building, so it needs less work. But it still needs work. It's 20 years old now. Sure, you know, and yeah. It, it, needs, it needs to be taken care of, and, and we do a good job with that. But Valley View, Gildersleeve, and Brownstone are way older, yeah. Particularly Brownstone, and um, you know they need they they need significant amounts of money. Anybody who owns a house knows you yeah. 
need to take care of your roofs and boilers yeah. and 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 driveways, right? I mean, mm-hmm. siding, siding, right? Heat, everything, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and um, you know, we we know that that's that's something that our buildings need, and and you know, just like we know our track needs to be replaced. If, yep. If if we don't want our buildings to look like our track, then yeah. then we need to be foresighted, right? And and, right. and develop uh, a reasonable approach to to keep them under good repair. Yeah. So that's what our committee is looking at. Is, yeah. And and we know that over the next, I'm just going to put a number on it, 10 years, it's you know we're looking at somewhere between 30 to 40 million dollars over yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Right, in general maintenance repairs upgrades that we need mm-hmm. right that's if we maintain five buildings yeah before we uh, what we've said is before we say okay let's let's commit to 10 years you know that that price for five buildings do we need five buildings right right by, by running five buildings you you have uh, overhead sure you do right i mean every yes. building fixed costs that's right every building needs to be taken care of and needs to be staffed yeah you need and what we need to discuss with everybody is, hey, if if would it be more cost effective, yeah, right, and decrease by decreasing overhead and maintenance costs, and potentially better for a continuum of instruction, yeah, if we consolidated, sure. Right? So if we moved from five buildings to four or three, yeah, how would we do that? Right. What would the costs be? What would the implications be? Yep. What would the the measures terms of bonding and reimbursement rates and other things what are the metrics of that yep and and how if we did that would it potentially enhance the quality of teaching sure. and learning in the district yeah that's a very exciting conversation yep and that's what we're right in the middle of okay so our committee is is investigating all of the options and we uh-huh. have some very talented people and have hired some very talented architects to come in and inform our thinking about that mm-hmm I suspect that by the end of April, I'm going to be on the show. Yep. And I'm going to be on the road. Yep. I'm going to be running focus groups and right and sharing some ideas with parents and students and PTAs and taxpayers sure. about you know what what the future looks like. Yes. So so I, I would say that as as my leadership team and I have been managing difficult present circumstances. Yeah. We also have invested a lot of bandwidth in in looking out. Sure. Three years, five sure. years, ten years. Yes. And I'm almost ready. Right. And I will be at, by almost. I mean, six within six weeks, ready to 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 lay out for the community what the options may be sure. for the future. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, it's what, what's people's input. What what do people think of those ideas? Right. And and all of that is going to ultimately be shared with. Our board of education and board of selectmen, as elected representatives, there are soon to be, you know, opportunities to vote and and yep. take positions on these, and and then of course, someday it may show up in referendums and bonding packages and sure. and things may right. So yep. we're we're moving ahead, yep. and and I'm very excited about some of the things mm-hmm. we're looking at, and there's always going to be an opportunity for this to be. Um, commented on by the community sure. and for this to be a shared endeavor. Sure. Um, so that's where we are. It's it's very exciting. It's been a lot of work, but yeah. it's, it's been rewarding and, and um, you know, the opportunity to think big. Yeah, and I think one, one of the things, too, that obviously um, 
you know, the whole COVID thing has exacerbated is the uh, the need for uh, an upgrading of the of the HVAC oh. systems within the schools. Okay, I think uh, that has been you know uh, a, a tremendous need not in our school system but every school system that has been one of the focuses. Without without question that there we have to accept a couple of realities. Right, Re- reality yeah. one. If your if your kids are attending a school that was literally built in the 1930s, yeah, the climate was different. Yeah, HVAC needs were different. Yes, energy needs were, were different. different. Yes, right? if you consider education was different, also, yeah. yeah, right, then we have to have that conversation too. Yeah, and and if you were going to make some changes, certainly, education would be front of my mind yeah but very quickly i would say well how efficient is this building yeah in terms of the amount of energy it's using and where it's drawing its energy from sure yeah are you are you do, 1930s buildings were not green buildings no right no, 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 no. <laughs> and the reality is if it gets above 90 degrees in this district yeah we close schools yeah because there is no hvac system yes and whether you believe it's a function of, of global warming or not, I think we all recognize that it gets very hot yeah. in June and September. Yes. And and if and that means also, do we want to have summer programs? Well, exactly. Right. So you look at June, September, and July and August, which you know historically have been times when schools are closed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking ahead to a, a future reality where we do do some things in our buildings in the summer. Yeah. And a reality where it would be nice to have air circulating with heated and air conditioned. Right, right. Well, yeah. Well, our current buildings don't do that. Right. Um, so there's lots of things to explore, and, and that's the vision, right? That's why we sure. have to look ahead. Yeah. Um, well, and again, this is, like you say, the the climate has changed, the uh, the atmosphere has changed. And certainly, you know, when you're dealing in 90-degree weather in, in you know, uh, in, in school uh uh, classrooms and so forth. It's it's not very uh, good for a conducive learning environment. Not at yeah. all. Well, it it's not a learning environment <laughs> exactly because now in Portland, if you're on the second floor at Brownstone and it's above ninety degrees out right now, yeah, it it it, it is Eat impossible. Rises. <laughs> yeah, it, you, you can't be there. Yes, um, uh, literally, it's yeah, it's inhumane. Yes, um, so we have to figure that out. Yes. Because the number of 90 degrees days that we get is only going to be increasing. Sure. And then, and there's the quagmire of, oh, okay, do we invest in upgrading a, you know, 60, 70-year-old heating system? Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, or, you know, it's like uh, putting lipstick on a pig. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. for whatever. Of course. You of know, course. That, that that type of thing. So, all right. Um what else we got? Anything else that, that comes I think to that's, we covered a lot of ground, right? Yeah, we so, did. I, I, mean, I mean, I would love to come back to this podcast, you know, sure. again in April and talk more about this um, and, you know, talk about how we're going to invite people into our discussions. Sure. Because right we're, we're getting to a point now where all of our investigation and laying it out is right. coming to a conclusion. Now we need to, I need to do a good job of, of sharing this with, yep. with communicating. Yeah. Communicating. Right? Exactly. That, that's, so I, I pivot from the, the investigation, laying it out, you know, establishing some plans that that are more than just theoretical, but have real numbers and dates and times attached to them. Yeah, and then going on the road. Yeah, right? and you know, I'll go anywhere. 
Sure. People want to have a, a dinner party or a backyard barbecue and, you know, give me a few minutes to talk to anybody in the community. I'm excited about you know, yes. getting out there and, you know, pressing the flesh a little bit. And, For sure. You know, exactly. Shaking some hands and saying, here's where I think we might go as a town. Fantastic. So, all right. Uh, Dr. Charles Britton, our superintendent of schools. Again, this is our 21st edition of the Portland Public Schools podcast. And again, uh, we are live in the uh uh, Town Tech Educational Partnership Podcast Studio. I'm your host, Dave Kosminski. And uh, don't forget, uh, get your tickets for The Little Mermaid, which is going to be uh, at the Portland High School Auditorium next weekend. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, students are excited. They've been working hard. And uh, we hope the uh, the town will come out and support it. So until, uh, until next time, thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.